welcome everyone to another episode of the Lesbian Supper Club podcast. Sorry that we've been a little bit MIA. It wasn't even that was another expected. uh, Sorry, another unexpected hiatus due to poor decision making. Well, not poor decision making. Poor planning on our behalf, as per decisions to make a plan were poor. Lack of decisions at all, actually. Yeah, exactly. But it's it's because we actually had to. We sold our place in Cornwall. Happy to be away from the bigots. Um, that's not to say that we don't want to get another place there, though, because it is nice. But just in a slightly but different just in location. A slightly different location when we're not known primarily as the lesbians of Carbis Bay. I'd rather just be known as the lesbians. A legend. Oh yeah. And talking yeah. of bigots, our Instagram has been wild to say the least over the last two weeks and can i just say that like if you follow us on instagram you will obviously be very aware of what we're referencing if you don't follow us on instagram go and follow us on instagram so you can be aware of what we're referencing at the lesbian supper club pod we put up a post a couple of weeks ago now or one week yeah a week ago it was a week week ago. ago yeah a very like out of the blue post, we were sat down having a drink and thought, do you know what? We've not put anything of us together on the Supper yeah. Club page recently. So why not just take the opportunity to do it now? And we always, I think you probably could tell that a lot of our videos sometimes are quite awkward of when we're doing TikToks and stuff because we always end up like watching it and then being like, I hate how I look and then we get annoyed and it's just it's just classic I think how most of us feel when we're trying to put ourselves out there online knowing that in one way or another we will be critiqued and whilst trying to think of a caption for said video we had been talking I think previously just about some of our experiences and whilst we have said previously that we are extremely lucky to be living in you know a pretty liberal city yeah we have still and do still get homophobic hate mm-hmm. predominantly from cis straight men yeah. on a relatively regular basis so yeah. you know one of the most recent ones was the dick wad in cornwall oh. before that it was the dickhead in the coyote ugly bar and there would have been multiple more there's the a lot of, of micro aggression yeah yeah that we could sit here and talk about so mm. we come up with said caption which was something like when you have cis straight men running from the bar crying. And obviously that was meant, obviously, to any queer person listening to this and any genuine ally listening to this was meant as a bit of a kind of satire, joke-type post about how now, and this is actually very true, taking the example of the Coyote Ugly Bar incident where the guy came up to us and physically pulled us apart in an attempt to join in watch i don't know what the fuck this guy was doing instead of being intimidated or threatened by this person we stood up for ourselves and ended up getting him kicked out so it was all referencing basically how now we don't allow this behavior to just keep happening wow no there's some real butt hurt little boys in the comments (laughs) i think I think that like the comments are hysterical because it's like ultimately you are just proving us right. So thank you very yeah. much. And also cheers for the engagement. But big cheers for the engagement. It's fucking pathetic. It, like I <laughs> actually can't it I don't I don't get offended because it is potentially it doesn't the most upset pathetic me. No. shit I've ever seen. I can in my understand life. why it would upset some people. So trigger warning if you're gonna go and look for these comments. Like I can understand why to some people it would be really But upsetting. just know if you're reading them thinking, Oh no, Scarlet and Freya don't because Please we don't. were pissing ourselves reading we those have comments. Been howling we had a really long car journey back from cornwall yesterday it took us what seven eight hours to get back and uh the comments were just keeping us going and a few well no it was one specific guy which was fast drivers llp Um, (laughs) he was and this is the thing and most of these people that say such hateful disgraceful things are just deranged and stupid as well thick as shite because This guy was trying to turn the argument from being initially homophobic to not being able to get the better of us because we were obviously like slapping him with facts. I wish I could have quite literally slapped him. So then he goes on to tell us that he's a billionaire. (laughs) Meanwhile, we look up this dude's account and he's not even got 10 star reviews. Well, no, he's... (laughs) 
Yeah, for all we know, a house. He hasn't. Yeah, he no, told he me did. he was living he, in his car. Yeah, he admitted he was living in his I car. I said, well, some fucking billionaire you are then. I said, all right then, Elon. Come on. It was just... That's just... Yeah, out of control. The comments are still going now. Um, the, the, sad, the sad ones for me are the ones where you know it's clearly children. Yeah. Like young boys. Oh, yeah. I, um, I, I, that I find yeah. really sad. I have had that before like, where I've like... I started going back to someone and then I looked on their profile page and they were literally 15. I went back, oh my God. I was like, you're a kid. Well, no, I've, I've seen like ones from like 12-year-old, 13-year-olds and it does make me sad because it's like... We thought this generation was what, getting better. Well, not even that. It's like, what are your peers and what are your parents? Parents, Like, what, what type of life are you living that even at that young age, you are going onto the internet mm -hmm. and being hateful. Like so that filled kid with must hate. be pretty fucking sad and going through something. That actually makes me feel more sorry than any of it. Yeah. But it's been a wild ride, baby. Yeah, I'm going to do more. Yeah. Because out of it... I want to be grown, the Pied Piper for homophobes. We've just grown what? Like 3K followers in over a week on Instagram, <laughs> just which just <laughs> means 3K more queer people building a fucking army and listening to this podcast. Absolutely, so yeah. Keep you coming, baby. I love it. I want to talk about one thing. Mm. Do you know what did actually annoy me? And this did fucking wind me up. Was the queer people commenting shit like not all men. Oh, or, shut up. And I just think... Just shut and up. And it, it annoys me, but it also saddens me that the misogyny in this world and like the patriarchal dominance is still so high mm -hmm. that even as a marginalized person and this person you know has been very lucky and said that they have had generally extremely positive interactions which is great we yeah, argue we, in some yeah. case the same thing you know as much as in one breath we say we get this often I still count myself as extremely lucky of how much support I do have yeah um, so that's great. That's that person's experience. But to then de try and debunk or tell your own community yeah. that their own experiences and their anger towards their experiences is oh, wrong. Valid. It's really yeah. fucking sad. It's really sad. It's really damaging. I also think that it's like, we didn't say all men. No. I also... Just fuck off. We didn't say all men. And it's not most... It's not not most men it's not all men you know i've said this on the call but it is like, most i have we have a lot of really good male, male relationships friends. in our yeah. life like my male line manager yeah my dad your yeah. dad yeah. our friends but sadly i don't recall any attack verbally physically microaggression that i remember happened to me that has not been a cis male agreed I genuinely don't. So whilst, yeah, not all men, we fucking know not all men. Yes. So all of them have been men. Yeah. And I think that that's the really important thing to say. And it isn't just due to our own personal experiences as well. I actually, even if I think if I swan through this life it, completely safe and, and never having any attack or any aggression from a man, I still would sympathise with those that have and would understand what the, those statistics look like. So for that person who said that she hasn't gone through it, I think that is a pitiful excuse as to why yep. not to stand up for women against That's anger like saying, for men. As a white person, I don't think racism is that bad. Yeah, because you could I've say, you could say oh, racism doesn't exist. Yeah, but they're the same people that say um, all lives matter. Yeah, fucking oh, idiots. I so just, I just yeah. le leave them to it. Yeah. Um, on slightly yeah. more positive news, um, talking of queer fucking domination, Sophia Bush. Oh my girlies. This, this is iconic. In celebration of Sophia, Sophia Bush dating a woman, mm. can you please sing for me the first line of the One Tree Hill? I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is sink me in my peace of mind. Oh, that was lovely. Thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> her voice. She, maybe you could serenade her. She was her. one of my... Um, I Looking back, I don't think I've mentioned this before, and I don't know how I haven't. Like She was definitely, definitely my biggest queer awakening. Yeah. Who's the girl that she's seeing? Who's the woman? 
Isn't she like a football player or something? I'm not that interested, to be honest. I just care about her. No, but this is the news. I know, but I This is the queer news. I don't want to think about her girlfriend because I want to be her girlfriend. Okay. Ashlyn Harris and Sophia Bush. She's 37. She's 37. Well, she's an American American former soccer player. So she was a soccer player. Well, I can't say that I'm sat here happy for her because deep down I am seething a little bit. But no, I do actually think that Do you know what I find? I knew it. I just knew it. All of us knew it. This is what I was going to say. This is what I find amazing. Like of all of the... All of us that uh, were obsessed with One Tree Hill, Brooke was generally our favourite character. Mm-hmm. It was never Payton. That was the straight girls. We all were obsessed with Brooke because she was giving we the gay energy. We knew better. We knew better. She was giving the gay energy. We that had the gay that she had with that girl in One Tree Hill is genuinely ingrained in my brain. Well, as it was her and Britney Snow and Does John Sophia Bush have time. a podcast? Because if she doesn't, she really needs one. Because her voice is like sheer ASMR. (gasps) She needs to go on Quinn. Yeah, she does need to go on Quinn. What were you saying, Liv? There's already drama in the Sophia Bush saga. So basically, Ashlyn, the new girlfriend, her ex, who's another football player. Classic. Is apparently saying that Ashlyn cheated on old girlfriend with Sophia. Fair. Sorry. Do you know what? I, I don't care. Sorry. It's it's Sophia Bush. Yeah. I, l- literally, I'm not advocating like, for cheating, no. but there is exceptional circumstances, and this is one of them. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I would be heartbroken podcast, if you cheated on me. I, I would be heartbroken if you cheated on me with Sophia Bush because I wasn't cheating on you with yeah, Sophia Bush. Yeah, exactly. I'd be heartbroken and I'd also want to kill you, not for the cheating, yeah. but for the fact that you were now sleeping with Sophia Bush. Yeah. It would, be, um, it would be messy. She does bad. have a podcast, I think. I'm just, I don't think it's active anymore. Oh. But I'm just going to see if this is actually how it's called. Work in progress with Su- Sophia Bush. Work in progress is her sexuality. You know, it's tricky because I would say there are like episodes. There are the husk. Oh my God. The, the husk. husk is so hot. Can we get her the on? Husk. I'm looking at Liv right now. Can we get her on the podcast? Please. I would love it. I feel like she does. Please. Please. Oh, fuck We're off. always well-behaved. We're always well-behaved. So, yeah, this is just gay icon yeah. news, living for it. Hope she never yeah. goes back to men. Why would she? No. Et cetera, et cetera. gayer for knowing. Yeah. Thank you very much, Sophia Bush. I am I mean, it was in the name. She couldn't it. not be gay with the name like Sophia Bush. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then also, like, George Bush is George Bush. Do you know what I mean? George Bush has got a back bush. <laughs> <laughs> George Bush is sticking it in a back bush. Um, this episode, we have decided to basically let you loose in the DMs yes. and ask us a load of questions, which we are going to canter through like a lesbian insight marathon. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it just gives you some entertainment for however long it takes us to get through a substantial amount of questions. I'm going to try and get through them as quickly as possible because I want to kind of like answer as many as I can. Yeah, exactly. We had a shitload of you respond, so thank you. And so many of the questions were generally so good. (laughs) I just read the first one. We've narrowed it down to like, I think like 45. Fucking hell. Yeah, with how much me and you talk, if we're able to get through that, then... That would be a miracle. It will be a miracle. I'm going to start off with number one. Okay. Who is the more dominant one in bed and in general? (laughs) In bed, you, in general, me. Yeah. Love the pod. Giving laughs in a crappy time. Any space wrecks for finding queer pals in London? Honestly. The Lesbian Supper Club events that will be rolling out, hopefully on the monthly. Exactly. Tune in. Every month you're going to have somewhere gay to go. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, I, as we've said there is a couple of queer nights. There's mm-hmm. Queer East London. There is Girl. There is Lick. There's loads of different ones. There are, but, uh, but, but I think as well, like, clubs. your community yeah. is more important. So, like, you can find people on Instagram. Um, you can even find... I, I know it sounds like a bit, like, weird, but I think you can also kind of, like, find some people via, like, Tinder. Like, you may not... Tinder for friends. Um, field. Field. You go on field. You can do field for friends. 
I also just think putting yourself out there just as a person in, mm-hmm. si- we've spoken about this before, doing things that you wouldn't usually do. Take a fucking po- pottery class, go to an art ex- exhibition, go and challenge yourself out of your norm. Mm-hmm. Do things and find things that you enjoy and you will meet your people. They may not all be queer. They don't necessarily yeah. all need to be queer. A lot of our friends actually aren't queer. Yeah. We have an amazing time with them because of the people that they are. Yeah, and we just love them for who they are. Challenging heteronormativity. Being with men feels normal. Being with women feels natural. So, so what she's saying, society yeah. society makes it feel like more normal. Yeah. But it doesn't feel natural to her. Yeah, so if it doesn't feel natural... You don't doing do it. it. Because like, the also, thing is, is when you say normal, well, what, what well, is normal? You feel like you're perceived by everyone else as normal, but it's not normal for you. Because yeah. And also, yeah, it may make people feel a bit more disgruntled for you to be living in your natural state. And we've spoken before about the complexities of coming out and the impact that that can have on your life. But do you honestly think that you by living in this normal world wasting years of your life to try mm-hmm. and please everyone else they really give that much a fuck about how much work you're putting in to be heteronormative for them God. no yeah they'll nope. care if you come out and live your truth but they'll eventually get over it and if they don't you're living your truth so yeah. surely that is the best way to honor yourself it's a really good way of weeding out the bad ones as well more di- more stories about your exes and dating love the pod Oh, we've got like... I feel like my ex would fucking kill me now. I already got cornered off in the pub the other day for saying <laughs> something that I shouldn't have done. <laughs> yeah, Freya's banned. <laughs> um, mine's, <laughs> mine's just not that juicy. Like, my first ex is now with me best mate. Oh, ex-best friend, I could obviously. definitely talk more about the dates that I've been on. I've not even done that. I've not really even got any, like, dating stories i think you should save your dating stories though for another i will definitely i will definitely talk about my dating stories on here we don't really have ex drama i did have i wouldn't call it drama um um, ex issues until literally very very recently which is kind of an open thing as we talk now and something that i hope in the future or very near future is going to be resolved and give a lot of um closure to which i would love to be able to then do i think an episode on closure because mm. i think your experiences with your exes yeah i don't have closure with one of my exes i'm never going to get it i don't really feel like i need it and i genuinely no. don't this other ex i did need it and i do mm-hmm. need it and i think if i am able to get that hopefully soon i will be able to talk about the transition of going from holding a lot of horrible negative feelings hate questioning myself questioning my reality just Mm -hmm. having bad blood is just not a nice feeling and as much as I'm a fiery bitch and I will speak it out and I will will not just forgive things or people that have done me wrong if someone in nearly all cases comes to me with a genuine approach a genuine apology and a genuine acknowledgement yeah I'm pretty much all. you're not unfair that's the difference no do you see yourself leaving the UK and moving to another country I fucking hope so we hope, I mean, I do think a lot of this comes down to like financial freedom. We've obviously got yeah. the dog, which again comes down to financial freedom because, you know, making a Romanian rescue travel to any international country will be oh really God. difficult. Yeah. But there are a few places we want to live, isn't there? So mm-hmm. we want to do Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, where else? <laughs> <laughs> We'd want to do Barcelona, I think, to like start off with maybe somewhere a bit more like a bit closer Still to Europe, home. but yeah. I mean, oh God, I just want to live somewhere that's warm all year round. I feel though that we need connections, so it would have to be somewhere like New York or LA. Like you couldn't, we couldn't just kind of like up in Barcelona. Lovely. Is there a jealous one? No, no. And if there was, it would be me. Yeah, definitely. Previously, for and we've spoken about this before, the start of our relationship, Mm -hmm. you more Mm so. I and I've said this before. Jealousy is just not a thing that I've ever really felt in relationships, just in my life. It's I, I don't think know as why. well though, darling. It's because we do we do also have quite a lot of like respect for each other. Like I've never gone through your phone and seen a load of messages with another girl. So if I had, then my jealousy would kick in. But right yeah, now, true. I can't say I'm not a jealous person because I haven't really been given a reason. Yeah, but this is where I think that I'm quite a strange individual because if you I don't s- think that make you jealous. I think it would make me fucking angry. Yeah, but within that anger is jealousy. 
that is that is what jealousy is. It makes you angry. If you'd feel angry, mm. that's because you'd be jealous. Okay, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like if, if you looked through my phone right now and you saw that I was messaging someone, you wouldn't feel jealous. I think I would feel jealous depending on who it was. So I'm not being funny, but if I went through your phone and you were messaging a two... No. I'd be laughing at you and be furious. No, I'd still be jealous. I'd if be If you annoyed. were messaging a 10, I'd I would s- feel shit about myself. No. Oh, see, now you really and look I'd at still it feel internally, angry. don't you? What do you mean? So your emotions are completely internal. I don't know what that means. So you feel like if it embarrasses you or if you feel like... Isn't that what jealousy no. is? What is jealousy then? Jealousy is not wanting to like lose this person to have you messaging somebody else when that should be a message towards me. That is jealousy. Not me thinking, oh, that girl's better looking than me. Yeah, oh. Any time X number two, I saw her like speaking to someone on Instagram, I'd get instantly jealous because it was straight away that fear that like I'm going to lose her to someone else. Yeah, it's a fear that you're going to lose I don't them. fear that I'm going to lose you to someone else. Yeah, but, but, but if you saw me messaging someone, you would. In a really flirty way, and I was like, "Yeah, babe, like, what are you up to? Good morning, beautiful. All this kind of stuff." You don't think that you would feel jealous? Yeah, I must do then. Maybe I'm just confusing. What maybe, maybe, maybe I would message them and be like, "Do you want a breakfast burrito?" Yeah, that would anything. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you bring food into it, of course. <laughs> Next Hor- one. Hormones. Hormones. Literally, <gasps> right now, I feel like I'm gonna fucking die. I would I'm argue so though, angry. Not hormones. Citalopram. Citalopram, but our also bitch. okay. So citalopram, yeah. So like, if we're not taking it properly all hell will break loose but also i suffer with endometriosis so my hormones can sometimes be all over the charts and i'm not using this as an excuse but like the past i would say like two or three days i have felt like i could actually physically strangle someone on the street (laughs) and it is really annoying because it's a feeling that like i'm actually just generally not an angry person like i don't necessarily feel anger too much i have felt the fury and the wrath of fucking god within me these past few days i am satan and I am so cross right now. I don't think my one in cross. every three Talk for me. God. I am cross. One in every three period, I feel my hormones. So it's not every period. Yeah, no. It's like one in every three. Yeah, I will be evil. Yeah, like genuinely be all. like, I hate my life. What's wrong with everything? Yeah. This is bad. This is wrong. And then I bleed, and I'm like, oh, yeah. But I think because I don't get it monthly. You don't know By if it's that. By the time like three months have passed, I don't realise it's that. And then I'm like, oh, that that was what it was. Oh, it's, it's, it is horrible, actually, though, because it's, if it wasn't bad enough that you got to fucking bleed for a whole I week, know, you also make, have to feel... Like, well, the whole menstrual cycle was literally the whole mm-hmm. 28 to 35 days. Do you know that apparently... So it's not a single day where we're just, like, not hormonal, actually. No, throughout the whole menstrual cycle, I think there's one week where we feel good. Like a normal person. Yeah, I could probably actually identify with that. I don't think my hormones are extreme, mm. but I think even I could like identify with I think with mine that. are. But yeah, hormones is a cunt. And obviously when there's two of you, it's even worse. I like this question. Favourite memory together? You say one and I'll say one. Oh, I've got so many. Okay, say two and I'll say two. Okay, I'll say my two. Hold on, no, because there is a lot. There's so many. Mine are very close together. Okay, my first two. So my first, when I read this question already, my first one that popped into my head was Thailand because I was kind of yeah. Thailand was the first pushing back my head. But then actually, our holiday in Greece Mm -hmm. was one of my favorite, and Mm -hmm. also getting Ziggy. Yeah, one of my favorite. Yeah. COVID times in your mum's garden, yes. you making me mojitos next to the paddling pool. Yeah. 30 degrees heat every day. Lovely. Sorry, day job, but it was dead and we were making the most of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, naps during COVID in your Eaton Wick house. Yeah. Where the sun would always come in between like two and half three. Yeah. That was stunning. I think as well, like... Um, Cornwall times. I was going to say Cornwall, Cornwall when, when we've been on the beach as well, just you and me, like when we went over to that little bit that like felt a little bit like Greece. That was nice. Um, when There's been so many nice occasions, but the amount of times when we've gone out for like lovely dinners together. Dinners with like... Yeah, but again, dinner, the, the lesbian supper clubs with all of yeah. our friends. There, there have been countless amounts countless, of countless. Like buying the house in Cornwall and renovating it, stressful, but like one of the but best like things we ever done. Amazing memory. 
was trying to think any even like our first date is like an amazing yeah. memory to me like i love that, that. Was really i nice. love thinking about our first date and like i don't know i feel like i feel like we always have so many like nice times together as well i feel we're, we're always making nice memories together yeah i think which is great yeah Exactly. Someone said, can you do an extra ep a week that is just pure horror stories? Uh, I think that's yeah, a good idea. when about 2,000 of you have signed up to the Patreon and we can quit our jobs, two, three, four eps, you want it, girlies. You want You're it every it. single day. I will personally but call you've you. You've got to pay me. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm on the street. <laughs> yeah, literally. If we could quit our day jobs and do this all the time, we would. You would have a multiple amount of episodes and per week. All about manif- manifestation. Like, we will. I fully believe we'll get there. Like, yeah. the support. I don't want to undermine the incredible support yeah. and like the growth of this podcast has been incredible. We're just sadly, not sadly, we are just in a moment at the moment. Mm-hmm. where we are having to balance doing two and so at one point one has to give and the other yeah. has to give and that's just where we're at but that's what you got to do in life baby especially you if you do the grand especially grand if you want to live in london <laughs> you can't <laughs> unfortunately we can't just quit so we've had to come back again and change mics we've had a little break if which this... you won't know because it would just switch straight over but but i feel like if we sound different, it's because we're on different mics. <laughs> yeah. So if you're complaining that it's quiet before, it's probably going to be even quieter now. Which I don't by know, the way, it's kind of looking large on the. We're still trying to work. We're out still trying to work out why, why it sounds so quiet. quiet because when I edit it, it is loud, and then when I export it, it's loud, and then it goes on to Spotify and it's quiet. I really, yeah. It's so weird. So we've taken a little break, but we're back on it again to go through the rest of the questions. So this person asked, is it okay to get back with your ex? And I think initially everyone always would say no, but I think it's very dependent on the situation of like why you broke up, how long you've been apart, what the circumstances Mm. and why are you getting back together? Like, for example, if you met when you were both really young and, you know, wanted to explore other things Mm. or moved away and ended up back local to each other, et cetera, and it was kind of extenuating circumstances, Mm -hmm. sure, I'm all for give it another go. Yeah. If it was because you... And I think it's a, like, twofold of, like, arguments because of where you were in your life... And people grow and change and you can be in a negative relationship and then Mm -hmm. you can grow up, change who you are. That person can change and you can be better together for better. But if it's like... If it's like fundamental issues though. Yeah. Like you really didn't get along. there was constant (laughs) cheating or the arguments were like really severe all the time. Yeah. There was really bad jealousy problems, that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. I don't personally think that no, you should or could. No. Also, like get grass back. is always greener in a situation like that. Like you could, you could have been together and literally had a shit time the whole time, and then as soon as they walk away from you, you're like, oh my god, I love you so much. But it is just purely because you're you're just having that like withdrawals. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. This one's interesting. What are your types on paper? Love Island reference. Um, on paper, I think just really like you've got a thing for tall girls with long hair i do but i think that's just i don't think i do have i do like tall girls but i don't mind a shorter girl either i don't think that bothers me because i've been with shorter girls as well and i quite liked it um i think i really do love a brunette most of the time Mm. um for some reason uh big eyes and then it's more of like i don't have big eyes yeah you do no not really eyes they're not big. They are. They're just they're not eyes. Small. <laughs> not, they're not that I care. They're not puny little eyes. No, they're not like pins, but I wouldn't I say they're like big. I like strong features. I really like strong features. Mm. I find it like really striking for me. Um, but yeah, I uh, it's more like energy wise. I really like someone who's yeah, very but like, then powerful. Like, if you think about Brie, for example. Yeah, Brie's fit. She's the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And She's you think... Well, not not that you think. I mean, she she is, but you are like Freya. This I oh, hope Brie listens know. to this. No, because no. Brie will literally <laughs> thrive off of this. <laughs> this like straight woman, yeah. sh- straight. You know, maybe I don't think she'd mind me saying that. Um, woman who lives relatively local to us. Oh, she's probably going to be at the supper club event. Actually, girlies, 
She is fucking beautiful, yeah. like Charlize Theron, cross with Jodie Comer, tall, blonde. My thing is like, I think I have a type. So if I think about all of the like crushes that I've had, I love like a like a, almost like a black hair, like a dark, dark hair um, l- with like light eyes, quite like venomous looking. But my thing is actually in reality, I yeah. don't feel like I have a type at all. It's that person for me just has to have something. Because mm-hmm. when I think about like all of the people that I've dated or been with, none of them look alike. No. At, literally at all. And I think and that is the reality of my type, quote unquote type. Yeah. But on paper, it would be your Megan Fox, yes. Sophia Bush, oh. Angelina Jolie type girlies. Yeah, so I think that my, I, I, I agree with you on that. Like you've either got it or you don't. Like yeah. you've got it's like a, a vibe. I've just got to have a, you've got to have a thing. I, think I like, love how neither of us has spoken about personality. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just about to say about personality. Cause like, I think that like my personality. You don't have to have one where I'm concerned. No, I'm joking. My personality type is the same, but my looks type can change. Like the type of personality that I'm attracted to is really like funny, very like easygoing, but also powerful, like can be a bitch. Like I really like that. Mm. Like I don't, that is my type. I don't know what, like I definitely do love a bit of a caregiver. I mean, let's not lie. A mummy. But it's not, (laughs) but this isn't a conscious thing for me. It's just something that I realize I enjoy, but more on like, I don't even know what it is because I also don't accept a lot of acts of service, right? I think you do. You don't. I don't. Like anytime you ask me for like a massage or oh, do you want me to get you this? Do you, like, I don't. Like I always say no. Juice. Or like cooking. Like those kinds of things. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's like, but then also I take control a lot of a lot of acts of service when it would come to like sorting things, the car. But I think that's why you like having that person. The comfort side the of comfort the stuff. Side. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, I need someone outgoing. I couldn't date someone shy. No. Because no. I've done that and I just felt like I had to carry and overcompensate that person. Oh, I which hate then, feeling like I've got to look after someone. Yeah. That is the worst. I can't, like, I, I can't do shy. I think shy people generally are really sweet mm. um, and endearing. I don't, mi- I don't mind them in social groups, but yeah. as a partner, I'd really struggle because I'd constantly fe- felt like I'd have to hold their hand. Yes. Like quite literally. Yeah. I like a mentally ill girl. I do love a bit, a bit mentally of, like, unwell. I like a bit of strong intelligence as well. Like for me, I said mentally ill. You're like strong intelligence. I'm like, please have crippling anxiety. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that I <laughs> like a bit of mentally ill. To be honest, I actually no. I am joking, but I do actually think that a little bit of mental unwellness is quite good because it means that they're a bit more understanding. If they've never had anxiety a day in their life, yeah, if I'm you've like, ne- I can't yeah, trust if you've you. had the privilege of never ex- like experiencing anything, it makes you really difficult. To yeah. Un- yeah. Um, I don't want active mental illness, though, to be fair. No. Like, I just can't. No, but I I do, yeah, I do really like a strong personality. I like someone who's not afraid to say what they want to fucking say. But yeah, I need someone who can, like, hold their own as well. Like, if I want to debate on something. Yeah. I mean, this is funny because every time me and Freya debate, Freya <laughs> ends up rage storming out because she... <laughs> sometimes, like, Freya's got this thing that... If I just prove a point on something that, bless her, she's gone and like looked into. So she's trying to have like a conscious Swat. debate. And I'll just be like, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Um, that doesn't go down well. No. But other than that, we do no, often but I have like very... we can have a heated discussion without it Yeah, being we often have very like in-depth conversations about, you know, world topics, etc. Yeah. That usually go very well. So, yeah, that's a long-winded way of saying what our type is. Opinions on lesbian London Hinge. Don't really have one because I've never used it. Neither have I. Um, My ex actually said that to me the other day. She was like, have you been blessed of never having to be on Hinge? And I was like, yeah, I've literally never used Hinge. I never used Bumble. I never used... I used Tinder when I was really young. I used... Tinder was my only thing I've ever used. Although I'm slightly gutted that I got to miss out on the Hinge voice message thing because I feel like that would be fucking hilarious. 
I think yeah, I, I feel sorry for you guys it. because we've lived vicariously through our friends. Yeah. And seen. I go on my friend's hinge. Oh, yeah. So you I go always on go on Leo. Freya I goes on Leo's hinge <laughs> and sends people the dodgiest voice notes in, in like, an Australian accent. In Australian accents. And these poor people they believe it and reply. They love it. There was this one girl that said something about, like, oh, do you have a dog? And then um, I go back on Leo's voice message and go, do I have a dog? Do you have a dog? I am actually on hinge to get other people's dogs. Do you want to bring your dog with me to a doggy daycare center? All this kind of stuff. Like I go on for ages. This girl comes back and is like, ha ha ha. Yeah, same. Love it. Oh God. I was like, oh, oh, the bar is low. <laughs> yeah, I, um, <laughs> I've seen it and I know that it's a bit of a pit. So I do actually feel sorry for you all because... But I just think like no, the whole thing about... No, but you can't feel sorry for them all because there must be some good ones that on is there all, you're all on well, there. I say you're all feel sorry for you all, I'm then talking about all of you. But this is what <laughs> I was about to say. I think people have got quite strange when it when it comes to online dating mm -hmm. because there's been so much like stigma, expectation, negativity surrounding it. I yeah. think everyone is now trying so hard mm -hmm. to not be the person they're worried about they yeah. then all inevitably become the person they're worried I about. I think that you should be able to pin like a red flag next to someone's profile and have to prove no, the fact that you went on a date with them. And then it's like, no, say no, that someone because did something I also really think, fucking weird. And you no, put because a I also warning. think a lot of it's like personal opinion. Like Freya, think about what you've done on our first date, Graham. Mm. Mm. Like Freya brought out her alter egos. To a lot of person, to a lot of people, that would have been like... But they just ain't the right person. Well, exactly, but that's <laughs> why you can't put a red flag against them. <laughs> Queers getting engaged, laugh my ass off. I proposed when I was 18 and my then partner was 1920. I'm yeah, sorry, that's just pathetic. It happens all the time, though. I, I don't think it's necessary. I also don't think it's necessary to propose to patch up a relationship. No, neither. But like, that happens if you're struggling in your relationship, maybe don't propose. Yeah. Because that's not going to make it better. Maybe don't drop some cash on a ring when you should be dropping cash on couples therapy. therapy. I think what's really funny, and it, but it does happen a lot. It also happens a lot in straight couples. I think it's very much like following the straight the narrative, narrative. of like, oh, it's been a certain amount of time, so now I so should now be doing we this, like and then we should be buying the house. For almost five years, um, literally like next week, we've been together for five years. And I've never felt like, oh, it's coming up to the five-year mark. I must propose now because otherwise she's going to slip away. Like, a, do you know when they say yeah. that? Like, oh, if you haven't put a ring on it, don't be surprised that she yeah. goes off and cheats or whatever. And it's like, you have no idea of, like, circumstances, what that couple might like, what they might want to do mm -hmm. with their finances, things like that. Um, I think it's hysterical when people get engaged really young and really quick. All I can say is with lesbians, thank fuck we can't get each other pregnant. Can oh, you imagine? Same. Oh, no. People, girls will be pregnant on like the second day. Yeah. They'd be like, I want to have your babies. And they'd be like, yeah, yeah. this is so it would romantic. Be and that would be it. Horrendous. I hope science never <laughs> gets to a point where we can shoot sperm out of our fingers. Where because it's easily accessible it for us. It would be <laughs> horrendous. It would be bad. I actually still think I'd be really sensible. But there's some lesbians that would be like baby no. daddy to like 50 kids. Yes. They'd all be paying child support. Broke Leanna. Yeah, Leanna. Leanna would be broke as hell if she could if she could shoot sperm. Leo out would end up getting everyone pregnant by, by accident. accident. <laughs> oh my god, Polly. Polly. Polly would have literally worldwide baby mamas. Polly's children would be so old now that she'd be sleeping with them by accident. <laughs> That'd be oh her fucking god. problem. She she'd be going around at the age of forty. Polly would quite literally have children in like New York, Singapore, all of Europe, yep. Switzerland. Mm -hmm. I know that's Europe, but she goes there a lot. Yeah, uh, America, oh, Geneva every other week. Yeah, Th there'd be oh, another one. It would be horrendous, <laughs> and a lot of them would be married women as well. Yeah. So they, so in that it would be like Polly's married defense. women. <laughs> Do you know what it would be? Married women in their forties who think that they're infertile, mm -hmm. and then Polly would end up them getting pregnant. The husband would think that they'd finally done it, yeah. and actually, it was Polly's kid. But that would be kind of iconic. And Polly would just sit back and say nothing. Yeah. Polly be, like, be like, yeah, but guys, like I've actually, you know, I've actually, I've actually done them a favor. No, guys, it's fine, <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. I don't need to be involved. Yeah, quite. <laughs> so, yeah. 
that's our thing on lesbians getting engaged. This is a funny follow-up. Hi, I don't know if you've both mentioned it already, but do you want kids? It's a no for now. Yeah. It's a, I hope one day that I have that thing because I think it would be really nice. And I absolutely love babies. Like if you put a baby in Grouch's arm, I turn into a different person. Like I love babies and small children. Like they give me so much like... Um, purpose and joy no not purpose that's not the thing I have such a busy anxious brain that for some reason when you put me in a room full of dogs or a room full of babies or put a baby in my arms nothing else goes on in my head it's Mm. really weird it's a level of peace that I don't usually feel and babies just tend to really love me as well yeah so you are like a baby reason and I know if I had a child I I know this makes me sound like an arsehole, but I know that I would take to it like a duck to water because I've looked after young babies for long periods of time before Mm. on my own when I was really young. And I know that it would absolutely, like I know I would thrive, but my conscious day-to-day brain can't grapple with the point of even thinking about it right now. No, no. uh, Re-ask me that question when I'm 38. We'll see where we are. Can we get Halloween costume idea? Can we make it gay and sexy? Always love the devil. We get called the devil all the time. Dress up as her, make her fucking hot. I said to Scarlett. You wanted to do X-Files, didn't you? Yeah, X-Files is brilliant. Freya wanted to go as Lisa fucking Rinna. I still want to go as Lisa Rinna. You're doing that on your own because A, we don't have Halloween plans. Well, we do now on Saturday, but I'm not letting you go as Lisa Rinna. I want to go as Lisa Rinna. Do you know what? Not to that, but I want to do Lisa Rinna. I just want to go as Lisa Rinna. But where are you going as Lisa Rinna too? Well, Melly's got a birthday party. I'll just turn up as Lisa. You're not turning it up as Lisa Rinna. No, it's Melly's birthday. Harry Hamlin! No, that's like Freya tried to do that. You know, has anyone seen the Troy Sivan (laughs) music video? (laughs) Which, by (laughs) the way, Troy Sivan looks so hot as a woman. Yeah. Like, that is Where he he turns into a a woman because it's... It's like, well, A, it's his, he's just expressing himself and B, the lyrics are the lyrics basically all about girls, that. Yeah. And it started to become a trend on TikTok where guys were t- turning themselves like into women. Just and it doing was like, like Iconic, like yeah, really beautiful. Cool. Really cool. So me, mm-hmm. Freya and Liv are sat together one night and Freya's like, oh, I'm, Freya thinks she's had this like epiphany idea where she's like, oh, I'm going to do it in reverse. And I was like, I don't know if that's going to hit the spot. And she was like, yeah, it will. And I was like, okay, but it's nine o'clock at night. So maybe do it tomorrow when, you know, you could do it properly. Like you could buy yourself a little moustache or a wig or put on like a proper suit, you know, something to make it like really legit, like drag man. No, 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 no. Freya's got an idea in her head. She has to do it. So up she gets, tucks her hair under her cap, puts like stubble on her face, tries to contour her face really badly, does this video. (laughs) It is fucking terrible. (laughs) I tell her not to upload it. It So I'm like, it's terrible. It's not even funny bad because it's obvious you're trying and it's not good enough for it to be good. But it's not bad enough for it to be funny bad. Don't worry, I deleted it, guys. I deleted it. Anyway, she puts up. Sure enough, it goes absolutely nowhere. And (laughs) she wasted like a good 40 minutes of her life. Oh, it wasn't 40 minutes. It was about 10 minutes. It was... Right, it was much longer. But if you want to see the videos, Liv secretly recorded her. So I might just expose her on the Instagram. Also, I've I've said to Scarlett many times, I just want to go as a straight couple for Halloween. And she says no. How do you deal with looks comparison in your relationship? In WLW? So I think a lot of lesbians do experience this, where because you're both women, you have that like direct comparison of each other. Whereas like in heterosexual relationships... You'd never have it's that. like, oh, well, you're a man and I'm a woman. So the comparison is so kind of different in a sense. I'm not saying that they can't struggle with insecurities, but there is like a stark difference. Yeah. Whereas when it's two girls, and I do think society as well, judge us a lot more on our kind of looks equality. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because we had it even on that recent video where like a couple of people made comments about oh, well, one must be really fucking jealous of the other because one's way hotter than the other. Did they? Yeah, someone did do it. Oh, um, I never saw that. It, I think well. it was on some dick who took it and put it on his little profile and posted it. How pathetic. Look, this... Uh, but it's not something that occurs to me. No, I don't, I don't you, really think about you, it. You do. You get it more so with... What do you um, mean? Let me finish. Yeah. With when we go out, 
outfits. Yeah. That's really annoying. Do you know why it is annoying? Because I buy trousers and suits and whatever that I really like. Then I put them on and I look like a fucking idiot. I look like something from Kevin and Perry because I'm so short. I'm not even short, but I'm not short, guys. Five foot seven. Five foot six and a half. You're not. You're five foot six. Five foot six and a half. But Scarlett's five foot eleven-ish. So Scarlett will then put it on and it will look so good. And I'm just so pissed off by this point because I'm like, for fuck's sake, I wanted to wear that. Yeah, but then she also, it's when like we're both wearing completely different outfits and she's just decided mine's better. We deal with that. Basically, Freya's always a lot better when I dress her. So she'll be like, can you just put an outfit together for me? But we're always in a rush whenever we're getting ready. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find something for myself. So nine times out of 10, I'm like, I don't have the time. But, but like I the times like that I, so when we went to the G-Spot event, I had said to Freya in the week leading up, wear the striped pinstripe suit. I know it'll look really good on you. We already have it. She was like, no, 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 I refuse. She goes out, buys all these different outfits. <laughs> We're trying them on. None of like, none of them are fitting her properly because I have this thing as well, which is weird. I don't know if it's maybe where I'm a little bit on the spectrum where I can look at someone and I know exactly what will look good on them and like, suit their figure it's it's kind of weird and so there'll be stuff that Freya will pull out and I'll be like for example she loves a Sarah trouser which fair enough but we all know that Sarah trousers are made for like six foot girlies because even for me sometimes they're really long and I'm like this is what I'm saying they won't fit you oh anyway she puts (laughs) on after trying on like all of the suits that she wanted puts on i'm like please just put on the pinstripe suit please she's like okay fine puts it on fits you perfectly looks amazing and you felt really good in it didn't you yeah so look i i think the whole thing with like a looks comparison though um i think that that's something that you've got to kind of like work on i i think that you can't put that on your other partner being like, oh, you look so much better than me and get pissed off by it. But you also can't be the partner that's like kind of like digging at your other partner's appearance as well, though, and actually making that comparison. I think that if that's happening, it just shouldn't be. I think that you should just always be your like girlfriend's cheerleader. Exactly. And, and you like, have you to be can't. your own cheerleader as well. So if you're having those intense feelings, I would probably say like you need to go to therapy because like... No, I I don't think necessarily therapy, but I think that you need to work yeah, on because your self-confidence and, and more like positive affirmations, things like yeah. that. I think the more that you call yourself ugly, the uglier you become, like quite literally. So you need to start being nice to yourself. I have just the worst self-critique. So I critique myself really badly, but not often in comparison to other people, if that makes sense. I always want other people's clothes, always. But I don't necessarily do it with like, hair and things like that but I nine times out of ten look in the mirror and I'm like I don't like something about myself yeah and I think it's a really really bad it's a real shame because you complain so much and the one thing that I can say like if you're sat here 20s 30s 40s whatever it's like you are right now in your prime you're never going to be any younger than you are right now so you better start fucking embracing who you are because you will get old one day and you will look back and be like what a shame Mm -hmm. I spent all of those years Putting myself down. Yeah, I need to go to therapy for that. Yeah. Would you date someone who isn't out? No. I wouldn't either. Just no, just plain no. I mean, it's just for me, like, well, we couldn't, could we really, guys, at this point now? Because, like, we're so out that, like, we'd get caught out quick. And we'd catch, the other person would probably get themselves caught out quick. I also just... I just couldn't, uh, and it goes back to the whole thing of my type, strong personality type. I couldn't be with someone who's who, hiding themselves. Who's hiding themselves. There are reasons why they're not out. And again, it's, it could it always depends. be circumstantial. They could be really happy in their sexuality, but you know, not be able to be out in the household for safety reasons or something like that. Yeah. And those situations are really sad and really awful. I just selfishly, perhaps, couldn't deal with the emotional... burden of that because I live so freely and that is something that I'm so proud of and that I want to continue doing I couldn't I think it also depends on like age as well like I remember obviously when I was younger and I made my ex you're both really young and one of you's still in the closet I don't think that's that bad because it is almost like a journey but if you're like late 20s early 30s and beyond and you're interested in someone who's in the closet I mean, let's be honest. And also come with a lot of internalized homophobia it's just as gonna, well. I, yeah, I just it's don't just think not, it's going to go down very well. No. 
I think that's enough questions. Let's move on to a the horror story. And we've had so many good horror stories recently. We are going to have to stop start just dropping more episodes because we can't churn out the horror stories. I know fast we've got <laughs> um, today's horror story is a follow on from a previous horror story, which was the girl that had messaged and said that she kind of had a crush on her gym girlfriend. And, and they had like a sexual tension and they were apparently both straight. But there so was like a bit of yeah, internalized homophobia yeah. there. And we kind of depicted that whole thing and ended it by saying, just fucking go for it. Girly. Just go for it. Hey, ladies. So funny. I'm so into the lesbian supper club now. I guess it doesn't make me feel bad for anything I was feeling. So oh. thank you. It really helps, which is great. As you know, I wrote in a few weeks ago. Anyway, girls, it's a shit show. We both have decided to stay in denial completely in the closet and both said we must be bisexual but not wanting to be with a woman oh. question mark internalized homophobia again yeah for sure weird behavior imagine being happy and getting something from someone no one else has given you but because you're a woman that's a no-go oh. now she's dating and she's loved up with the guy she's not loved up with him it's a classic no, move fucking fake. from the gym much to my disapproval and i'm down in another gym thinking i'm a hundred times better is she okay i can guarantee you're a hundred times better all he's got on me is a penis, which he probably doesn't even have on you because we can buy dicks in all shapes and sizes. I'm here. I'm sad I've lost whatever we had, to be honest, and neither of us ever expected to catch feelings. I certainly didn't, but I have. We fell out, out and now I'm here questioning my sexuality and she's happy with a little pleb of a man. <laughs> he actually isn't little, but lol, fuck him. All I know of this opportunity ever comes up again and I feel happy in a person giving me what I need no matter the sex, even if they are bloody sheep at this rate, I won't let the opportunity go. <laughs> well, that's good. I it's think that's been really a learning good. curve for her. I think that's the thing, right? It's been a learning curve. This person clearly isn't able exactly. to accept themselves. You're clearly further ahead in your journey. Yeah, and you're also, uh, but also you're further ahead like emotionally, yeah. maturity-wise. She said, this world is stupid and we should be able to be comfortable enough to explore things when we know deep down she wants our friendship back without all the other bits do you think that's possible to be honest i'd move on as much as you want to kind of stay friends i just don't think it's worth it for you and your growth as last few weeks i've wanted space as i didn't want to see her with let's call him greg greg also said he wasn't happy with her being on holiday with me as he knows she fancies me so i think so now i've got to see her with greg whatever we had was gone and i've just got to be best friends question mark i don't know how to to be honest i would rather go in avoidance mode until i feel nothing I'd I cut it. I wouldn't even bother. I also wouldn't want. Do you know what? I just know that he's a smug little man. Yeah. Who's going to sit there while you're hanging up? Yeah. Fuck. I that. also just think you don't need to say to her, "We can't be friends because I'm still in love with you" or anything. No. That. What I actually think you need to say to her, this has opened a portal or a door to me that I didn't ever expect to open in my mm. life. I'm in a position emotionally and mentally where I feel confident to take my truth. And it doesn't feel like you are. So I think because we're on separate paths, yeah. that is why we need to part ways. Yeah, exactly. Well, all power to you, babe. I'm here. We're here for you. We are. If you have anything else, just send it our way. But guys, another we week. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Love and you, we love girlies. You, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.